your role models to your kids all the way through your life, no matter if they're in their 20s or if they're in their 10s. <laughs> you know, so watch what you do and enjoy life with them. Be be present, all that stuff. Like these are all things that we try and do as much as we can with our kids. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Real show. show. Yeah, baby. Hello again, everybody. My name is Roger, and I'm here with my beautiful, gorgeous, sexy wife, Nina. <laughs> and we are the Head O'Heal Show. Yes, we are. <laughs> Sorry, we just went through like a whole shitload of Halloween costumes this week. And How do you feel about that? How did you actually, let's talk about this. How did that make you feel? You dressing up sexy every single day for a week. God damn, I wish Halloween was every day. (laughs) So this is what happens. We, the entire week prior to Halloween, we decided to dress up every night. Well, I decided I was going to dress up while I cook dinner, which is all every day I cook, obviously. And we go live on TikTok. And I thought, you know, wow, what a great way of dressing up for you when you show up from work and every day that you did that I did that I put a huge smile on your face not to mention your big D got even bigger nice. <laughs> well it's true it did enhance our week this week I think why not I mean I got to have a little fun with uh, a cowgirl a uh, cop uh a student. Uh, what else? What else? Cave what? woman. Cave woman. Yeah, the cave woman was pretty good. Lots yeah, of, uh, she lots gave of you shedding fur. A lot of rustic. There you go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's yes. more to come, I guess. What else were you? You were. Uh, there's a lot of sexy lingeries in between, you know? It's, yeah. it's, uh, Dressing up for your spouse is uh, is next level. Seriously. You're setting up a tone when they walk in the door. Exactly. That's exactly what was my intention. And what you don't know is it made me feel a hundred times more confident in my own skin. It made me put a smile on my face every day because I was doing it to have fun. And while I was getting dressed for you, I was like having tons of fun and seeing how you enjoyed it. Well, that just put the icing on the cake. 
So if you're listening to this conversation, try it, even if it's not Halloween. I'm talking to my girls here. All of you that are sitting out there that want to elevate your relationship, bring it to the next level, fucking do this. Dress up for your men in a different attire every week. It doesn't have to be crazy expensive, you know? You can go get it at a thrift store for, for all I care about. Go find yourself a little costumes and little outfits and dress up every day and surprise your men and see the excitement that's going to add to your relationship. Absolutely. And actually, we want to we want to make sure you guys do this. So when you guys do that, dress up, be extremely sexy for your, for your man, like Nina says, because she's talking to the ladies. We want to make sure that you guys do this because it's very important. So once you do it, be sure to send pictures to... <laughs> <laughs> At a real show at gmail.com. Send it directly to Roger. Or DM us on Instagram. Send us all your pictures. I want to see that you guys are doing it just, just for accountability reasons. That's it. That's the only reason. It's for research purposes. Yeah. purposes. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, but you know what? You're right. You, you, you had said that you know uh, it boosted your confidence, made you feel sexier and all that stuff. And this is a lot of the reason why a lot of women wear lingerie. They'll wear lingerie underneath their work clothes or whatever it is. Because it kind of empowers them a little bit, knowing that, you know, looking at somebody and saying, you don't know how sexy I am under this clothes. Oh, like you, yeah. You know, it, you know, it'd be no different than walking around with a with a handgun in your pocket. You feel that much extra confidence. And I remember I remember I had a, a, a real estate coach who used to tell us to walk around with like $1,000 in your pocket. It just makes you feel that much more confident. It's just like, you know, you're, 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 you have something that would change the the outcome of that day in, in two seconds. Absolutely. So you, whether it's lingerie or having a lot of cash in your pocket or, you know, something to protect yourself. I mean, you know, not that I, I want people to walk around with guns. We're in Canada here. We don't do that kind of stuff. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it's just that extra confidence that you give yourself. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty... Uh, it's pretty good, pretty let intense. me tell you. You guys should really do that and... You know, like Roger, tell us how, how you feel about it. Yeah, Before you go any further, I want to give a shout out to our spotlight um, today. Our uh, We get a lot of these praises and reviews on Apple Podcasts, and we try to read them to you guys every week. And this week is, is from, again, from our friends from TikTok, um, Marzia, a.k.a. That Good Life. Thank you, beautiful. You said below That Good Life. That Good Life. Yeah, that's my kind of girl, you know? <laughs> She says, amazing podcast. Their amazing podcast, that, that's, she just, they, they have an amazing podcast, everything from their own stories and advice to the guests they bring on. It actually opened up my mind in so many things in my marriage. Marzia, thank you so much for this review, Marzia. It, it legit brings so much love and light to my heart when I hear Others benefiting from my podcast, from our little conversation that we have every week to try to make your marriage better, your relationship better. It's amazing. So if, you, if you're listening to this and if you like it or any other episodes, you know, it takes 20 seconds to leave a quick review like this and I'll be more than happy to shout you out if you want to be shouted out. If you want to be anonymous, you can do that as well. But this, this helps us because it makes me want to do this over and over and over, you know? Well, it's one thing that, you know, I, a lot of you people say, you know, give us great reviews and say that we're helping your your relationship out and all that kind of stuff. Well, there's something else you can do to help us is if you 
feel that this podcast has helped you in any way, then I'll ask you to share it. Share the podcast with somebody that you think could benefit from the stuff that we talk about. Because yes, we talk about, like like Marzia said, we talk about our own experiences. We've been together 25 years. We have two kids. We're, we, we, we enjoy our lives together. We have fun. People see that. They, they, people see it on Instagram. People see it on TikTok. People see it on this podcast. That it's not all smoke and mirrors. We're, this is how we actually live our life. And, and anybody can have this kind of life if they just put a little bit of effort into themselves, into the way they, they deal with their day and their, and their stresses. Not that there are no struggles and stresses in our life. There definitely is. But I think we have come to a point in our life that we have a different perspective on life and, and the stresses and, and, and hardship of it. We try to focus mostly on the positive aspect of our life, on the good things of our life. And we share that with you because that's what we want for you. I mean, the truth is we're human. We all have heartaches. We all have ups and downs in our lives, in our marriage, in our relationships, in our day-to-day. Stress. We struggle with our own doubts and with our own mindset as well, just like you do. However, we try to focus on the good aspects of it. We get to do this life. We are not forced to do this life. We are not pushed to do things that we don't want to do. We get to do everything that is every that is good for us, you know? Absolutely. You know what? And we want as many people to benefit from our podcast. This is why we do this work. This is why we, you know, put ourselves out there for other people to see that you could have fun in a relationship. You could be, you know, parents and lovers. You could be, you know, uh, best friends with your teenager or a hot couple. Like people that sit there and look at us all the time. Oh, you guys are so hot. The reason why is because we're, we're like, we're all over each other. We, we compliment each other. We're, we're, you know, we, we try and impress each other in order to keep this kind of spark alive. And I got to apologize for, first off, I, I'm still stuffed up. It's been about two weeks now. So I got this like, I don't know, stuffy, deep, deeper voice than I normally have. Well, it's sexy as fuck, so you don't have I to ca- worry about I that. I kind of feel like, like, like Phoebe, remember when she was, uh, she was sick and she was singing and her, her voice was really good and she didn't want to get rid of the sickness. Except I want to get rid of this fucking thing. Giant <laughs> nuts. So, yeah. So this weekend, we had Halloween parties. and We had lots of fun. We had lots of our fun as well as our teenagers' fun, which is what we are going to be talking about today. Yeah. All about how to, you know, raise happy teenagers. But before we get to that, I wanted to say this Halloween past weekend was awesome because we got to have fun one night. And our kids got to have fun the second time, the second night, because why not? It's Halloween for them as well. And they're teenagers. And this was their first party. They wanted to go to a party. They're in high school. And this is this, their, like their first party ever. Uh-huh. And they were separate. They, were, they each went on their own party. So Raj and I decided to be really good parents and stick around and not go out yeah. on Saturday and just be... Short we were invited to quite a few big parties and stuff like that. And we, we were tempted to go to one that was a little closer to home. We thought, hey, you know, maybe we could do that. But luckily we did it because we got a call at 1130 to come pick up our daughter. So we were being Ubers. We were being responsible parents, making sure they go and come home safely. And that was our intention. And, you know, it's, 
it's one thing when they're babies and children, but it's another thing when they're teenagers. That's a whole different story. And we want to talk about that today. But before we do, actually, I wanted to talk about something else. Before we get into our actual topic of... How to raise happy teenagers. Yes, basically teens, parenting teens. Um, Nina and I always try and do different things to, to kind of better our life or to make sure that we're not hitting like bad habits and all that stuff. Preventing bad habits from happening. Yeah. So over the pandemic, the whole time over the pandemic, this is part of the reason why we didn't go out this weekend and all that stuff. But throughout the whole pandemic, we found that Nina and I were, you know, taking things easier, calling it a night earlier and, you know, open up a bottle of wine and sit down, chill, watch some TV, do whatever stuff that we never used to do. We never used to watch TV at all. No. And, that's when it started during the yeah. pandemic. So we started that, and then, and then pandemic kind of ended. I don't know if it ended or not, but whatever it is, <laughs> lockdowns and shit all ended. And then we noticed that you know we were continuing with the you know a bottle of wine a night, sometimes turning into two, and and we didn't like that about us. We thought you know what, we don't want to start where we're just drinking every single night. Uh, you know, it's not party time all the time. The, the wanted, pandemic excuse was getting too old yeah. and, you know, we're over it. And part of the reasons we're talking about teens is we, we got to lead by example. We got to make sure that they can see that we are not taking things for granted. We're not taking, uh, uh, indulging in things that are that are bad, that we take things into moderation. And that's what we decided to do. We said we're going to have a dry October. For the most part, we, 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 Canadian Thanksgiving was what, the fifth? Yeah. So the first so we, week was- we had family that day. So we had some wine and stuff like that, but- we didn't have anything, even on the weekends, for just about a month now. And, you know, it it, it, it changed things for me a little bit because I, I don't want to drink during the week. Like, once once we, you know, your birthday hits, we said that's when we're going to stop the dryness kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But if we could cut it down to just, like, weekends and special occasions only... Which then I think I think we're going to be responsible. Like like I enjoy my wine. I don't I don't drink much hard liquor. I don't drink beer. I don't drink, but I like my wine. So you know I don't want to give it up, but I also don't want to be partaking every single day. Yeah, it's in moderation, just like yeah. everything else, which is great. So we did that, and we feel like a hundred times better than we did before. It's, uh, you know, today's the but this is the kind of stuff we do for our kids, right? We try and show by example, and this is why I wanted to bring that up before we started talking about the teas is so that we can, you know, give examples of what things that might be in your life that you feel that are not uh, good examples or good role models for your for your kids to see, you know, because we have, they, ha- they have experienced many of this where their friends, are, you know, one of their parents or both their parents are alcoholics or this or that. And you don't know what that kind of stuff does to a kid. So, anyways, that was one of our things that we decided to cut out this month, and we we, uh, we like to talk about what we what we do, our experiences. So that's why I want to put that up in the forefront. Which was amazing. We yeah. feel amazing. We feel great about it. Um, I am loving the fact that we don't have to worry about waking up in the morning like you know all tired and grumpy. We work out all the time, and luckily we do because that's what gets us the energy that we have. Uh-huh. But not drinking the whole month of October has brought my energy to a whole new level which we love. So we're going to continue that after my birthday. We're just going to do it occasionally and yeah. on weekends, and that's it. No more weekday drinks. None. So now let's go back to the, you know, parenting teens and the different things that we have to deal with or have to, decisions we have to make with teens. 
because actually I was talking to a, a, a friend of ours, client kind of thing, and we're talking about kids. And I told him, I, I said to him I, that I had to, I stayed in this weekend because, you know, my kids are going to their first house party, blah, blah, blah. And their reaction was like, oh my God, I guess it never ends. My my kid is, I'm taking him out for their first time trick-or-treating. So he's like, he noticed like the different levels of parenting. Like you're, you, you, you got baby mode and then you got toddler mode and then you got, you know, kid mode and then there's grade school and then high school and then da, da, da. it just never stops. And you never stop being role models to your kids, whether you're, you know, a single parent or, or a blended family or, you know, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't want to say regular couple that's together, but you know, like a, a, the majority yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So your role models to your kids all the way through your life. No matter if they're in their twenties or if they're in their tens, <laughs> you know. So, watch what you do and enjoy life with them. Be be present. All that stuff. Like these are all things that we try and do as much as we can with our kids. Like, what would be a, a, a one thing that you you say that a parent should be with their kid, or something that maybe we did right? Well. Well, we'll hold that thought for a second, but I want to start with the, we recently watched this uh, um, documentary on, on Netflix. It was about mind, it's called Mind Explained. Yeah. And this episode was about teens. And it blew my mind about Actually, a lot of you things. You should watch this. This is, this is a, 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 what do you call it? A documentary that you need to watch because you got to understand your own body and, and your own mind and your own uh, traits in order to kind of, guide other people yeah. like kids yeah so this episode um blew my mind actually it, i wanted to say because so did you know that this this era this this time right now the gen z's are the largest groups of teens ever in the history of of mankind apparently. But i wonder if that's a, that's it all the time I don't know. They just said it's that population growth right yeah. i mean according to their research that this is the the, the biggest Teen growth or teen burst in the history of you know of, of humankind. It was just really really surprising, and actually it's not that surprising because I would say it is true because the last twenty years, if you look back, it has been really easy. Life has been really good in so many ways for humankind. The the technologies out there, the science out there, the life expectancy is a lot longer. People are generally happier. Well, they were before pandemic. Happier. There was less. They're thriving. Of anxiety. Yeah. Less. There was more thriving than anything, you know? Um, so it's no surprise that we would, would have the highest burst of, of teens. Yeah. And looking around, every single my, one of my friends have a teenager. Yeah, exactly. You know? Or at least one or two. But look at all these schools that you, you go to. I mean, my, my kids go, went to a, going to a high school where there's probably about, what, 30, 40 cubicles outside? Not cubicles, what do you call them? Uh, I don't know what they're called, but trailers outside that they portables. have. Portables. Portables, yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of children out there, a lot of teenagers out there. And when there's a lot of everything, you know, you have to be careful. Yeah. You have to be be a little more mindful, like how to have a, we get, we get these questions asked on our lives on TikTok all the time. Talk about teenagers, how to take care of teenagers, how to raise good, healthy teenagers. What do I do? I'm going crazy with my teenagers. The thing is, I believe it's all, pers 
it's all in your perspective and you know, how you think your, your children are going to grow up to be. I remember, I'll give you a little story. I remember when my daughter was young, was just born. I had a friend of her, a friend of mine who had the same, her daughter was born at the same time. And we were having dinner at our place. The girls were playing around, whatever, and the parents were there. We're having dinner. We're just talking and we're like, we have to think of everything. Their high school there. And the husband, her husband turned around and says, yeah, I worry about my kid and how she's going to grow up and tell me to fuck off. And all that. I said, wait a minute. Your daughter is only a one year old. You're already thinking about her telling you to F off when she's a teenager. He says, yeah, well, you have to think ahead. I'm like, yeah, but why are you thinking negatively? How about, I don't even, he's like, well, you don't think that way? I said, no, I could never imagine my, my child telling me to F off or using foul language with me. I didn't do it with my parents. I don't expect that from my child either. He's like, well, what do you expect? I'm like, I don't know. I'm ex I expect to raise a good human being. I'm here doing my best to raise a good child, but I don't expect her to call me and or, or call me names or or disrespect me in yeah. any way. Yeah. But I think that's a lot to do with, you know, like monkey see, monkey do, in a, in a sense. If you're the type of person that yells at a lot of people, you yell at the the waitress at the at the uh, at the restaurant or the you know girl at the store, or you're you're just a very angry, mean person. They're gonna see that. And they're going to say, okay, that's how I should be. That's how I should, I mean, we've got a lot of friends. We got one friend that, you know, both husband and wife, I hear them yelling at each other and yelling at their kids. But what happens when my kids hang out with them? Those kids yell at my kids. They yell at each other. They yell at their siblings. It's just, you know, monkey see, monkey do. Like I said, is Yeah, I get it. it you know, you were talking about that documentary. And one thing that in that documentary that kind of opened my eyes a little bit mm -hmm. was the fact that they said that the way the brain develops, the part that has like the common sense or the decision-making, decision making, the, 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 yeah. the part that, that, you know, that that part there, which is the front, whatever, is the last part to develop. So this is why you get teens making really, really bad decisions, really, really, um, you know, not realizing you know, like Unfortunately, you the highest highest mortality in car accidents is teens, yeah. and that's because they're making think, decisions that are not right for them because they're not developed yet. If you think about how you get mad at your kids when they do something, it's like, what were you thinking? What? How did you think that that was not going to happen? How did? It, it, and then you think. realize, then you realize that that part of the brain is just not working yet. It's not there yet. So they 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 need you to guide them. You, they need you to. To, to help them understand what right and wrong are because their brain is not telling them that yet. You know, it, it, not until they get into their 20s, apparently, that it doesn't, it doesn't jump out. It's not something that gets completely developed. So we'll go back to my point that I was trying to make earlier. It's be mindful of who you are as a person before you even think of having children. Mm -hmm. To me, it's like, yes, we were all raised a certain way, but... As adults, we grow up we're like, ah, oh, I don't want to be like my parents. I don't want to be like my mother. I don't want to do this. But yet we do end up doing the same shit to our children. So how about we think about how we want our children to be raised and respect them and treat them that way, raise them the way that we want them to be, not the way we were brought up, not the way it should be or the society tells us how to. Like when that person had told me, well, your daughter's going to grow up and tell you to F off, I was just... My, my 
it's like my blood boiled. I'm like, no, that will not, that's not going to happen because I won't let that happen. And sure enough, I'm grateful to say that my kids are almost 15 and 16. To this day, my, my kids have not disrespected yourself or me they ever. Even, they don't even swear. They don't even us. swear. And I remember my kids tell, asking me when, when, when they were in elementary school, when they, could they swear? I said, well, when do you want to swear? They looked at each other like, uh, how about high school? So we made it a rule. We created that rule. There's no swearing until you're in high school. And even then, my daughter's in grade 10. To this day, she has not sworn in front of us. I remember driving her to high school with my son in a car the first day. And that was my first question to her. I'm like, what's the first word, swear word you going to say? What are you going to say? What, what, what's the first swear word you going to say? And she was so shy, she wouldn't say anything. And even now, like she'll she'll joke around and she'll throw a swear word, at not at us, but in a conversation with us. But she does it for shock value. She'll sit there and she'll say something like, you know, stupid shit to somebody to, to her brother or something like that. And just to see what we, what we'll say. And she'll start laughing and she'll get all shy and she'll run away. And she, you know, it's just, it's just being playful and stuff like that. But you know, th this all falls into what you said. You gotta, you gotta understand yourself a little bit better before you can sit there and say, okay, I'm going to raise these kids to be amazing kids. You got to look back at yourself and what you're doing in front of these kids to guide them into whatever they're going to end up being when they're, when they get older. I love this, this quote. I actually shared it on Instagram a few times. It said, if I remember correctly, what it said, it said, heal yourself before having children. So your children don't end up trying to heal themselves from you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. It is incredible. Like, think about it. I'll say it again. Heal, heal yourself before having children so your children don't end up healing themselves because of you. It is incredible when you think about it. I had to work so hard. I'm still doing it to this day to get rid of some of the things that were put in my mind. Some of the things that I seen as a child growing up. Some of the things that I experienced growing up. I, got, I, I work on them every day. I coach myself every morning to love myself, to respect myself, so I can show my children that. And by all means, I'm not perfect, and I'm far from that. Um, I'd like to think I'm, I'm a great mom, but I'm a work in progress. It's, it's a thing that will never end. I'm constantly working and learning for my children. But I'm going to get to the point of there are three major points that I think, as a parent, to all the young parents out there that are having children now, thinking of having children, or raising teenagers, to know. There are three things that will create a happy, healthy child or a teenager. So praising them, praising the children from, from, from day one. You know, we teach them how to do things when they're babies, how to start walking, how to eat on their own. We teach them how to talk. We teach them how to smile. These are the things that we never, we can never stop doing. Just because they're teenagers, that doesn't mean they know everything. We got to keep at it. Yes, they, they pretend they know all of it. Teenagers know everything, but they really don't. They still need your guidance. So when they're doing something good, as, as simple as like making their own bed, like my son, I've been after him forever to make his own bed. My daughter, she's fucking amazing at it. She gets up for past, I would say four or five years, she's been doing it on her own ever since we let go of our nanny. She's been making her own bed every morning. She does not leave her room till she makes her own bed and makes her feel good. Our son... We've been on him, on him. He's finally starting to do it, but he's not consistent. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? So I'm At the starting. At same time, I think that they have different 
personalities, different ways of thinking. So I like the fact that we're kind of letting them choose their personalities, choose where they are, and we're just guiding them. Yes, making your bed is something that is important and blah, blah, blah. But I got to say, my son keeps a clean room. Very clean. Way cleaner than, than my daughter's room. Like 100%. my daughter, my daughter and, and, and her room is clean. It's just not tidy. There's clothes on the floor. There's this, that, and that. His room is always clean. Yeah. I never clean her room though. She takes yeah, yeah, care no. of it herself But all they the time. both have their traits, right? So yeah, making their bed is not something maybe a guy is going to jump up and do right away. I, I've never been one to do that myself. But yeah, we're, we're letting him choose their path, which is great. So what's the... Uh, so, so so praising them, like, like I said, I was trying to make a point is praising them is... Like he made a bed the other day. I was like, I forgot to praise him when he was here. I texted him at, at school. I said, I was so proud of you today. You made your bed. You got up on time. These are little things that are gonna, they're going to think about the next day or the next time they don't feel like doing something. They'll think, okay, if I don't do this, my mother's going to be upset, going to get mad. Or if I do this, she, you know, she's going to praise me. Like these are the things that teenagers are thinking of. They are constantly looking for approval, for praise, for attention, for someone to tell them that they're doing good, good things. So praising, never stop praising your children for doing good. But everybody feels that way. You know, if you actually think about it, uh, we're, we're, Nina and I are both in sales. And there's one thing that happens in sales all the time. We, we get praised. We get praised for sometimes absolutely nothing. You know, you go, you go to, a, uh, like a, in our case, in a real estate um, conference or whatever it is with uh, office meeting, whatever, there's always going to be awards. There's always going to be, um, you know, top salesperson, top this, top that, top lister, you know, uh, most and up coming in agent, most this, because they want to praise you. The more they praise you, the more you want to do good. So it's, it's, it's not just kids. It's everybody on the planet wants to be praised somehow. They want a pat on the back. So that, that would help big time with some, with young age. Teenagers, 100% they all they need that. Point number two I wanted to make, and these are the points that I have in my life that I've made with my teens. Um, it's have clear, clear rules. From from young age, you know, there was like, we had rules about sleepovers. We had rules about, you know, um, uh, in, sexual, uh, physical intimacies. We had uh, rules about everything with the kids. And we we made them, we asked them and, and helped them make those rules with us. For example... My, my daughter went away, went to a party this weekend. It was her first party ever. We had a long conversation, her and I. Scared the hell out of me, but yeah. On how, how she was going to, what was going to happen. I said, how many people are going to be there? She goes, I don't know, but there's going to be probably a lot of people. End up being ton, tons of teenagers there. Um, I said, well, there's, there'll be drinking. She goes, I don't know, mom, but there's a lot of drinking. I said, okay, are you going to drink? She goes, I don't know. I, I don't like drinking. I said, okay, so you tell me, what are you going to do? She goes, mom, I promise I don't like to drink, so I probably won't drink. I said, how are we going to be able to assure that? That's just that drug scare the shit out of me. And, 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 you know, like you're saying, making a, going to somebody else's house and having drinks there, you never know what somebody's going to put in a drink. So the, right? the, 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 you got to have a clear rules. The rules was she cannot go if there's no parents there. Luckily, the both parents were there. Um, she had to have friends to go to. We had to know where the, the address was. We dropped her off and picked her up. We had all, all these curfews. Now she says, mom, can I be home late at 12 o'clock? I said, well, how about we meet? I wanted her to be home at 10. She said, she's not going to get there till 8 o'clock anyway. So there's no point of her going there from 8 to 10. She goes, can I leave at midnight? I said, how about we meet in the middle? We did it at 11 o'clock. No, actually, we, one thing that we said, you were, you were trying to figure out a time. I told her, I said, you know what? Be honest. I don't care what time you're done. I'm coming to pick you up. 
You call me, I'm coming to pick you up wherever you are. So I don't care if she came, if she called and said, okay, can I stay till 1230? Whatever. As long as I know that I'm picking your ass well, up. I had made that rule with her home. in the car. And she yeah. says, yeah, okay, no problem. So 11 o'clock was her curfew. She called at 1130, no problem. We had picked her up. And But I said, I said, listen, I know there's going to be a lot of pressure. A lot of your friends are going to be drinking and you're going to want to take a drink. How about you do me a favor? Take a, I gave her a cooler from the house, which was 0.5% alcohol, one of those like watermelon cooler. I said, take a cooler with you. I know you don't like to drink, but if you feel like you're pressured to do it, just say, you know what? I have my own drink and have that in your hand. So that way you don't feel obligated to drink other people's drinks. She goes, good idea. So she did that. She didn't end up drinking it, you guys. She ended up taking care of her friends that were drunk yeah. and helped the parents clean the house. I mean, hello, fucking <laughs> proud mama moment, but I'm not sitting here worrying because I kind of had this rule with my daughter. So make clear rules and make sure they're making the rules with you. They're, they're, they're making the decision of having that rule with you. The thing I think is a big, big, big one to, to talk about, like you said, is, either, is have those conversations with your kids about drinking, about drugs, about all that stuff. Because if you don't educate them a little bit, then they're going to try. They're going to do this. They're going to, you know, if you want to educate them, take them to a, an area that has a lot of homeless people, a lot of drug addicts, and show them what drugs can do. Because, you know, growing up, drugs was all around me. I, I have a brother of mine who's an addict who I'm very close with, but drugs take away your pers persona, takes away that person. Like I, the person that my brother is now is not the person that I know. So I haven't talked to him in a long, long time. Yes, I'm very close to him, but I'm not very close to the person that he's become. Mm -hmm. So that kind of stuff scares me because you might have the, the 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 greatest kids, and then all of a sudden they've been they've been pressurized into doing drugs because they, they weren't educated on it, and now they're junkies. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff scares the fuck out of me. Well, it, it doesn't scares scare me. me because we are educating our kids. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Along the way, we're taking care of them as much yeah. as we can, and we're doing everything in our power yeah. to make sure that they, you know. They understand the, the risks in, in, in this life. But you know what? They are going to be their own people. They're going to make their own decision at some point in their life. But until then, I'm going to hold their hand and I'm going to help them make those decisions. Yeah. This is why we're parents. This is why we call it raising ch children, not just having children. Yeah. And guys, I, I don't want you to think that it's it's too late. Like if you, if you've, if you weren't present or if you had your own issues in the beginning part of the, the, that kid's life, and now they're teens or just about to get out of the house kind of thing, it's never too late. Just turn that shit around. Go spend time with them. Figure out who they are. Which brings me back to my third point, which is healthy family lifestyle. Healthy boundaries. Healthy eating habits. Healthy working out. Healthy, show them, live by example. Yeah, absolutely. Teach them how to eat properly. Teach them to, to, to you know, exercise. Teach them to go to bed and have good eight to 10 hours sleep. These are all the things that will help them make a better decision. Like we said, their brain is not developed yet, so they can make those decisions for themselves. So it's up to you as a parent to teach them these decisions, these way of living. Have a meal at, at least, at least one time a week as a family, sit down and talk about your week together, what went on, what you're looking forward to the following week. These are the things that brings you to have a family close net family connection with your children because I'll tell you a quick story. I can't, we came here, I came here as a teenager when my, my little brother was really young and my parents were older parents. So they didn't get involved in his life as much as, much English. no, yeah, a lot. They were very old for, for his, he was, a, he's, he was young. Long story short, short, he got mixed up with the wrong crowd in high school. 
But you know what? He made it. A lot of his buddies were shot or they were in jail, whatever. He made it out. And he says to me now, he's in his 40s, like, Neat, you know what kept me out of the trouble that I was in? Was the love of my mother and my sisters constantly putting my mom my head how much they needed me in their life, how much they loved me, the connection, the family connection, the, the, the bond that I had in my family is what kept me out of that horrible situation I was in at all times. It's like, that was what was in the back of my mind. I could not do anything wrong. I was, he's like, yeah, I was in this gang. I was in that bad lifestyle, but I didn't do anything wrong. I never shot anybody. I never hurt anybody. I never did anything wrong, he would say, because of my background, the way I was raised with my, my mom and my sisters. He had morals. He was just in situations that wasn't always good, but he had, he had morals and he yeah, had yeah. he had the, the, the ability to sit there and say, if I do this kind of stuff, I'm going to hurt the people that I love. So he was able to, 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 you know, put his mind right when the decisions needed to be made. So family values and your family lifestyle, the way you raise your children, are a huge part of your children. It's, it's, it's what's going to make and break them, to be honest. So, so I... I I think in, in, in raising kids in, in general, like we said from the beginning, is you got to make sure your life is right. You got to make sure your mindset's right. You got to make sure you're, you, you know, you're not sitting there throwing bad examples to your kids over and over and over and over again because they're going to match, mirror and match you. They're going to do exactly what you're doing with their own version. Uh, another really, 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 really important thing I think you have to have conversations with your kids. Of course, you have to have conversations about drugs. You have to have conversations about sex. You have to have conversations about bad decisions and stuff like that. But a big, big one, because this is another thing that scares me. Teach them how to deal with things like, I, I hate this word, but anxiety, stress. You know, like when somebody, you know, pisses them off or does something that goes against what they want, how they deal with it afterwards. You know what I mean? Like if they have a mindset where they're just victimized the whole time because somebody did something wrong to them, then that's when things like that nasty word, anxiety comes out. And, you know, a kid, a 14, 15 year old shouldn't be thinking of suicide, shouldn't be thinking of, you know, ways to cope with stuff, with drugs and with alcohol. Or taking care of their own parents. Yeah, that kind of stuff. You know, you you, you gotta understand, these are kids, these are people that, they're just growing into things and and things are getting thrown at them. Left, right, and center. You got kids that are doing drugs. You got kids that are, you know, getting into gangs and, you know, stealing cars and doing all that stuff. I, I grew up with all that shit around me. And I knew that I had to sit there and make a decision. Do I want my, my life to be like my brother's life or like my dad's life the way it was when he was younger or my cousins that spend lots of time in jail and all that kind of stuff? I didn't want that kind of life. I didn't want that kind of um, scenario for my family. So, you know, have that that conversation with those kids. Because, I mean, please do. Because I, I, I feel for these kids that are getting going through all this stuff and they don't know how to deal with it. They don't know what how to take something and instead of making it a, a, a negative for their entire life, make it a positive, make it a way to learn and, and step up and raise raise above all that bullshit and not be you know, so fragile and broken when something happens. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I don't I know. I hope this episode helps you guys. I hope you look back and say, you know what? I am, I look into your life and your teenager's life and see how you've been doing things. And if there's something that you're not happy with, adjust it, fix it. Just show your teens a lot of love and know that their mind, the brain 
is not developed for a long time. I think it says the 25. So know that they're not making the right decision. Just be there for them, hold their hand, and raise those teens because they need you as a parent. Be that frontal lobe, the one, the decision maker for your kids because uh, they need you for it. Anyways, teach them. Show them how to have fun. Show them how to enjoy life and not take things too, too, too seriously. And uh, I think you'll have some pretty good teens in your hands. Yeah. Wish you the best, you and your teens. Yeah. So hopefully this helped. Guys, I know a lot of you guys have kids out there and you I'm sure you have amazing tips, things that you went through. We would love to know more. So if you can send us any kind of messages, whether it's on social media or email, all that stuff's going to be in our show notes. All you have to do is click on it and and send us your little comments, your little your little tidbits as to how to help teens because this is not over. We, we it's a huge part of being in a relationship and growing your life together is to uh, make sure you have happy, healthy, uh, prosperous kids. So we're going to make sure that we try and find people that, you know, have a lot of knowledge on this and, and, and interview them on the show and maybe ask them some questions. But so if you guys have any questions or have anything that you deal with as kids or tips to help us, please throw it to our, our way and we'll make sure to talk about it the next time we, we talk about it in this, uh, this subject. So until then, we wish you what we have. Yeah, baby. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you what we, have. we have.